0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The newest edition here of Tapping the Plate here on the 435 Podcast at 610 Sports Radio. Please, as always, like, subscribe on the radio.com app. Make sure once a month you get a chance to hear these conversations with Royals players. Last month it was Hunter Dozier. This month the new guy in town. It's Nikki Lopez. Who's just been with the club less than two weeks, Nikki? How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you for having me.
0: No, of course. You know, we're. It's. I'm glad that you had the time. I know that, mm-hmm. like, the beginning of a major league career versus, um, even just how busy the minors is, has got to be kind of a big switch. Are you still kind of getting adjusted to the new routine versus, you know, maybe what you'd experienced in the minors?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, still asking some questions here and there uh, to the you know, the veterans, but, um, I'm kind of settling in now. I'm still on uh, cloud nine still sometimes coming to the field. And, um, you know, when we're on the way and g- or on the road and going to the field, it's, it still hits me that, wow, I'm, you know, I'm in the big league. So it's, it's kind of cool. hasn't really worn off yet. And, uh, I hope it doesn't cause I like this feeling.
0: How, how unique you get to, like, you just get called up and then your first road trip, your dad comes with you. So yeah. like, that's kind of bizarre already it's yeah. so like first time on the big league plane first time mm-hmm. doing all of that stuff your dad you gotta to, gotta to see it at the same time as your yeah. dad what were uh what were his impressions what did he think of the whole scene
1: yeah well i guess it was like the first time ever where you know the guy got called up for the dad's trip or right before the dad's trip and it was the first flight for both of us and uh he was just in awe of the whole thing and um he was just taking it all in like i was and um, he really couldn't believe it. He's still talking about it every single time I call him now, so it's uh, it was it was something really special.
0: I mean unique <clears throat> certainly when like so your path through the minors not not uncommon than a lot of different guys <laughs> path through the minors, is in you're 24, you kinda went level to level, you bounced through. Was there any was there a point for you where you felt like, oh boy, this is a wall and it's gonna be hard to get past this wall to order to push yourself. To the next. Cause we got some other stuff too. I want to yeah. ask you about outside of baseball. Mm-hmm. But like when you're when you're going through that process, do you hit a point where, like, there's a wall in front of you? You kind of got to get through.
1: You know, there's, there's there was tough times in every season. Um, it, Wilmington kind of went quick, um, and I got to Double A. I kind of hit a wall when I got to Double A. I started off pretty pretty fast, and then I I didn't end my my first stint in Double A the way I really wanted to. Um, and so that was that was my first time thinking like okay this is going to be kind of tough but then I um went to the fall league uh did well there and then I went back to double A and I did well and got to triple A and um that's when I kind of had that feeling like I'm I'm pretty close like I'm I'm close and I just got to push through this and then I started in triple A again this year and um I didn't think it was going to be as fast as it it did happen but um I know that I was able to do it, and I was able to compete at this level, and I'd, I wanted to get here as fast as I could. And um, luckily, my name was called in, you know, May, and so it was awesome.
0: I know, I know, a big part of your goal when you were down <clears throat> in the minors was to get up before the Royals played at your college stadium. You yeah. played at Creighton for people who don't know, mm-hmm. and so TD Ameritrade is yeah. where the Royals are going to play here in what, like, three weeks. <laughs> so, like, that was a big goal of yours. How realistic did you think it was at the time? Because you said, even now, you're like, I didn't know if it happened this yeah. quick. But, you know, the goal was by then I'd like to be up.
1: I'm a big goal-oriented player. Um, I like setting goals for myself, and I like, you know, trying to achieve them. Um, I set goals for myself back in AA, get to AAA, and then AAA gets to the big leagues. And, um, you know, that was my goal is to get here kind of quick. So uh, I would be able to play back at TD Ameritrade because who knows how, if if we're going to be able to do it again or what, what the scenario was. But, um, you know, just... I was thinking in my head like how cool it would be to be back at TD Ameritrade, be able to walk into the stadium again and, you know, visit Omaha again. Show, you um, could to
0: actually show people around this yeah, time instead of exactly, vice
1: versa. Exactly. So I'll be able to go back and sit in the same seat that I sat in when I was a freshman and, you know, sophomore and junior year. So uh, that was a big goal of mine. And um, it was not like I didn't know I was going to reach it. Um, it was just, you know, only time would, would tell if I was going to be up um, early enough and um, that was just a goal of mine. and i'm I'm glad I was able to achieve it. And hopefully I can keep it going and you know stay here.
0: so you, you and your <clears throat> girlfriend met at Creighton, yeah. I assume, right? Because Cre- she went to Creighton. Um, how did you guys end up running in the same circle? She was an athlete too she in college. Was. Is it through those means, like athletes just are kind of near each other? It was. How did you
1: guys? I might embarrass her a little bit right now, but she was a freshman. I was a sophomore, and uh, she was an incoming basketball player. I was already established um, at Creighton. Um, I was a sophomore, and uh, she had a friend um, who also played basketball. She was dating someone on the baseball team, and, you know, they started talking, but she actually um, Twitter direct messaged me
0: Oh. So it's kind
1: of funny. Modern relationships. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is I guess this is the new era, but um yeah, so she Twitter uh Twitter messaged me and then we started talking and then uh 4 years later we're still going strong.
0: How was uh <clears throat> how was that grind for her through the minor league? Cuz that's not like no. relationship stuff is hard anyway. Right. Then you talk about like oh a minor league schedule yeah. while she's you know she would have spent one year of that time at Creighton certainly, mm-hmm. but now like in regular life, yeah. For part of that period, how was how was kind of like managing that for you two? It was
1: it was tough at first, um, very tough because you know I would I would go and she would be focused on basketball and um, you know didn't have that much time because after basketball season was over, she would have to do summer league and sure um, all that stuff and um, she had really no time to come come and see me. But uh, the thing that you know I give her a lot of credit is that she kind of gets the grind of athletics um she was playing sports her whole life so she actually understood that you know my commitment to the sport and my commitment to baseball and she um knew that this was a dream of mine so she was she's been she's been great
0: i guess i've never i've never asked a player so maybe i've just never figured out when you're up here like the whole point is like hey it's easy to get up it's hard Mm -hmm. to stay up right right when you first come up how do they handle like what do you do living arrangement wise do you just get an apartment stay in a hotel crash at salvi's place what do you do Like, <laughs> i, what do you do I when, wish i
1: can crash at salvi's <laughs> place like, um, what do you but, do when you first come up um no they they put me in a hotel um a, a really nice one the intercontinental um they they take care of me that's where the visiting nice. players are yeah usually, which yeah. is nice so um but i was uh they put me up there for a little bit and then in that short you know stint of how long you're going to be here and um you try to find apartments and yeah. so I'm, I'm starting to close in on an apartment right now which is great and uh we'll, we'll have it set up um during the road trip when, so the, when i'm gone okay so. so
0: they give you a little bit of time like hey yeah. just stay here for a little bit and yeah. then you slowly try yeah. to find a place where you're like hey i could be here a while yeah, but he's exactly. also
1: please. so you never you never really know They're, they don't tell you really a timetable of when you're gonna how long you're gonna be or how yeah. long you're gonna stay up but yeah, it's based off of how you do and um you know, I, I'm trying to do as best as I can, and I, I hope I can stay here as long as I can.
0: So, um, <clears throat> with your girlfriend, I know that she played college basketball at Creighton. Mm-hmm. I've seen video of you. Hitting a game-winning shot in mm-hmm. high school. Do you guys play against each other?
1: I, I always say that I could beat her. Um, I beat her in a game of horse one time, but no, okay. she was never played one-on-one. As, as as my high school career ended, I didn't really play basketball as much. So when I went and you know shot in the gym with her a couple times, uh, it was pretty ugly. Um, oh
0: no, no yeah, good. It was
1: bad. It was bad. So um, in my defense, though, I was using a girl's ball, so it was kind of smaller, you know, but. No, she, she's much better than me. Much better so, one-on-one, too, yeah, right? And I'm not, to yeah, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it, but, yeah, she's, she's much better.
0: Was basketball your second-best sport? Yes. Okay, and so I guess, like, when you're going around there, you, you know, you're not a big stature guy, right? But, There's plenty of people who play point guard mm, position who aren't big stature yeah. guys. Um, your dad played professional baseball. Is that always the sport you knew you were leaning towards, and basketball was just like, I like yeah. playing basketball, so let's play.
1: I, I like basketball a lot. Um it was just something to do to compete in the off season. Um, and I, I know when I was getting recruited by Creighton and all the other colleges, they actually liked that too, that I was competing in another sport. Um, but I was that type of guy that, you know, I would, I would hit threes. Um, but I would guard the best player. Um, you know, sure. All, all wherever he went, I went, I was face guarding the best player the whole time. So I'd probably finish the game with three or four fouls every single game. But, uh, that's what I would do. I was just run up and down the court with whoever they had, and just be a that. So that was me.
0: <laughs> when we're when you know like you know obviously when we do this like this segment and we try to go through these interviews, it's kind of nice to get to know people a little bit. People mm-hmm. don't know you is but you yeah. know like even I try to do. All right, so what information do I have mm-hmm. on Nikki Lopez, right. the person? And it's kind of limited. I know so many guys play golf or the things beyond that, but let, let's go back to at least college a little bit. Do you know what you would have done had you not played baseball? Like, did you have or is it oh you know like. Like, what kind of career would you have been in? I asked myself that about radio, if it right. makes you feel any better. But mm-hmm. if you weren't in baseball, what what kind of career would you have leaned towards?
1: So I've, I've never really thought about it because, um, you know, when I was at Creighton, I was jumbling around majors left and right. My freshman year, I was in education. Found out that I'd – because I wanted to be a teacher coach. I thought sure. that would have been pretty cool. Um, and then that quickly – uh, went away because I had to do practicum hours, I had to go to, sco- yeah, you have to schools, like actually and go, yeah. I couldn't do that with, uh, you know, juggling practice time and all that stuff, and I wanted to focus on baseball. So then my sophomore year, I went to the business school, didn't really know what I wanted to do in business school, then kind of halfway through sophomore year, I did marketing. Um, you can branch out in a, wherever wherever you want with marketing, but did that in junior year, and I was still, junior year, I was still a little lost of, like, what marketing is, like, all this stuff that comes sure. with marketing but you know ever since I was a kid I just wanted to play baseball and that's all I really thought about. Um, I went to Creighton to play baseball and then you know it was a good uh, academic school but marketing was basically the, the path that I would probably would be on.
0: I know you, you said you always wanted to play baseball. Your mm-hmm. dad played I guess semi-pro or pro just mm-hmm. depending on how you categorize it. Um, baseball when when you were <clears throat> Growing up, how how big of a push was it for him? Because some guys handle it a little differently. Like they play mm-hmm. baseball and they want their kids to play baseball twenty four hours a day. Right. Some go through the path of like, well, if they want to play baseball, yeah. I want to do it. What ended? What and I'm not saying either's wrong. I'm just saying, you know, from your dad's perspective, when he pushed you, yeah. um, how was his push for you to play baseball? Just knowing that he played so much of it.
1: So something about my dad that not many people probably know is that he was huge football player. He was an unbelievable football player. Um, there's not much video on him, but he was. He has a letter from Mike Dicka for the eighty-five Bears. Um, yeah. Bruised his kidney; he couldn't couldn't play with oh. them. So, yeah, that that's his kind of story. He went on to be an unbelievable softball player and uh, was sixteen-inch Chicago softball player, Hall of Famer. Um, so he that that was his claim to fame. But um, that's something about my dad is that he didn't really push me to be a football player like he was because he knew that you know I was a small stature, um, but I he he saw something in me of, on baseball so um he he didn't really push me but he was always there to motivate me and like hey like want to go um want me to go throw to you want me to you know give flips hit you ground balls whatever you want to do and it was basically up to me if i wanted to do it and um he definitely pushed me and uh, it paid off so I, you know i'm blessed that he did that
0: one of those if you're gonna do it do it right kind of things right. like
1: yeah hey if you're committing to do this we're we're gonna definitely do yeah. gonna do this. We're gonna do it all out.
0: Do you remember watching your dad play much softball? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Okay, just I'm all, just curious. Every
1: single week, every single weekend, um, I was on a field, um, carrying around his bat. His bat was bigger than me, but I was just walking around, shagging fly balls um, during BP with him, and um, <clears throat> he brought me around wherever wherever he went. So I was I was growing I grew up on a on a baseball field,
0: which I you know like so many professional like people whose dad played that mm-hmm. way. Like you get that from you know, I'm sure Mondesi talks a lot about that, and we've heard mm-hmm. that locally with, like, Patrick Mahomes right. growing up around a dad with his field. <clears throat> Do you think that, that that was a big driving factor for you, I guess, in the, like, I want to be around sports yeah. all the time was just kind of being around it?
1: I think so because it's it's kind of it – was, it was the only thing I kind of knew when I was young. It was just a baseball field. It was a baseball glove, a bat. That was the only thing I really knew. So um, that kind of was my, you know, driving factor when I was – ever since I was a little kid, was just, you know, I've, I've been on a baseball field my whole life. Why, why stop? And that's, you know, my love of the game. They, they saw my love of the game when I was this big, um, you know, when I was, like, four years old, just following them around. So I stuck with it, and now I'm here. So it's kind of crazy.
0: You're listening to Tapping the Plate here on the 435 Podcast Network. Please like, subscribe on the Radio.com app. For more of these interviews, will be about once a month. Nikki, you um, – I've, I've talked to guys before, because, like, when you talk about, like, enhancing skills, people go about it a different way. <laughs> Um, I've heard stories of guys who juggle or do hand dexterity exercises. Mm-hmm. You got any secret skills? Any secret talents that kind of help you get through that?
1: I don't. Um, no. Not, not was... really. I don't really secret skills. Um, nothing I really I can't think of. I'm a horrible ping pong player. So really? Like that hand eye coordination isn't there. Help? It doesn't help there. Um, I like I like playing video games. I, I um, play play a lot of video games in my free time. What kind? Um, you know. Uh, Fortnite was was big okay. um i kind of went away from Fortnite. played apex but back and forth then and then um you know sport games um basketball base the show Sure. yeah but uh other than that though talents no just nothing really so I, I i've gotten the question are you good at ping pong a lot and i've I'm not. I'm not I'm really not good at ping pong.
0: <laughs> you would think you know it's yeah, it's yeah. hand eye, so right. I could see. So that, I'm
1: like I'm I'm really bad. Actually. We all
0: you know. I think some <clears throat> of those questions come from like here locally. Zach Grinky would talk about having to touch Gene. Yeah. Oh, I'm just good at everything. Like I yeah. beat my friends in all the little games we play. It's <laughs> not that you're not good at parlor games, huh? No. It doesn't just like your skill doesn't Mm-mm. translate to dart or ping pong. Or- um,
1: I'm okay at darts, but ping pong, no. Bags, I'm I'm pretty good at. Um, or cornhole, whatever you want to call it. Um, other than that, though, no. Like, it's weird.
0: So you, spend, so you spend some of your free time playing video games. I know so many guys play golf and things like that. What other kind of things do you do? Like, I know it's hard in a, during this season, but certainly you yeah. have a decent offseason a lot of those right. times. What kind of things do you do to, you know, besides that mm-hmm. to keep it? Do you bake? Do you travel? Like, what kind of things do you handle?
1: No, I do not bake, but I, I do really enjoy golf. Um, just this funny fact is actually just this past um, spring training, maybe a little bit before that, um... I started golfing righty because I couldn't hit a ball lefty. I, I literally okay. couldn't hit a ball off a tee lefty. Um, it wasn't going straight. It was going behind me to the left, to the right, behind me. It was just it was bad. And uh, so I started golfing righty, and I started hitting the ball straight. Started you know hitting it pretty far, and um, started being becoming okay at it. You know enough to want to keep playing and you know try to be get better. So I'm getting better. Um this spring training I played a lot which was nice. Um got a nice set of clubs, a uh, newer set of clubs. And then um yeah, so but I putt lefty cuz I can't I have no feel no touch. or touch putting righty. Yeah. So it's it's kind of I know I have a lot of different clubs in the bag. Did you ever switch <laughs> hit? Um I tried when I was like around 13, 14 years old. Just that didn't work.
0: Too so, late in the game so, yeah, I guess. So huh? I
1: stuck I stuck to lefty. But
0: you can golf righty. Doesn't so. make any sense. No,
1: it's weird. It's weird.
0: I get it. Hey, look. I'm weird. You trying to, <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. That's an interesting, the fact that you, that's got to throw people off. Yeah. And at least, you know, depending on the putter you get, mm-hmm. I, there are left-handed putters, obviously. Right. But it took you a while to just be like, I'll try righty. Yeah. You just picking up somebody else's club first, or what was the decision behind it?
1: Actually, yes. Yeah. So one of my uh, friends, um, his dad, or he played college golf. His okay. dad was uh, with us, and he's like, hey, try to use my righty club, try it. And I hit it straight. And he's like, all right, you're. Done with those lefty clubs like just use my clubs the rest of the round so i, was, I did and that's when i kind of started it was i think that was like october of last year sure and so i just stuck and i just kept kept doing it so now i have a righty set and golf righty
0: i guess whatever works right? yeah, i mean it's I guess
1: so <laughs> if, if it helps me enjoy the game a little bit better i'll do whatever
0: yeah who is uh who's the <clears throat> toughest guy to golf with on the team out of your like
1: ha- certainly you guys you haven't played with anybody yet i haven't so uh-huh. I'm, I'm new here so you know i know a, a couple people golfs before but I, i've heard. You know, Witt golfs a lot, um, Doja golfs a lot, you know, Galley and uh, O'Hearn. They, they golf a lot, too. They're they're kind of in my uh, locker range, Yeah. Um, so they, they golf all the time. So I, I, I think I'm going to go on, you know, try to go golf with them one, once or twice.
0: Certainly, you've played with a couple of these guys through the system, but some of them were like a half step ahead of you mm-hmm. and then did the jump. You know, do you have you found some quick guys that you're hanging out with more in the road here in the early going versus others? Like who have you kind of navigated to here in the early going as far as just like friends in the locker
1: room? Right. Uh, witt has been really good to me. That's something I, I can really say is that he's kind of taken me under his wing, which is something I I really am uh, thankful for. Um, you know, Dozier and uh, Gallagher. I played with Gally last year. Um, same with O'Hearn. I played with him. But, um, you know, they've they've kind of taken me under my wing too. And then, um, you know, some of the pitchers too. Um but the thing was is that this road trip that we were just on, it was also the father's trip. Yeah. So everyone was hanging out with their father. So we, we didn't really have time to, you know, spend together as a as a team um, or, like, you know, as just players. So um, I'm hoping, you know, some of these road trips we'll be able to do that.
0: Do you try to soak in every – like, <clears throat> is every new stadium like a new, like, oh, there, you know, like, yeah. I know you just played – you mentioned that you played in Bush Stadium mm-hmm. or, as you know, you're going to play the Yankees tonight, mm-hmm. right? I mean, do those things kind of hit you in new ways as – as you go through the beginning part of your career?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of cool that, you know, I was able to play at Kauffman Stadium, you know, make my debut at Kauffman. And I was like, oh, this is unbelievable. This is the How nice, this yeah. Is, this is crazy, the crown. I was taking it all in that for my debut. And then we went to, um, you know, Bush Stadium, obviously, and, um, and, you know, the Angels Stadium and got to play against Trout. So that was another thing that I got to take in was Trout and Pujols, uh, Otani. And then we went to um bush and was you know played against yadier molina and then yeah, bush stadium was you know something very special too and then uh yeah so each trip is something that's new and then we get to play against the yankees and you know the yankees are arguably one of the better teams of in all sports franchises sure. and then uh i'm really looking forward to this chicago trip um it's kind of going back home i know a lot of tickets have been sold at um once I got called up a lot of my friends will be there family um you know people that I've grown up with so I'm I'm looking really forward to that and then just to be able to play back in Chicago or something
0: how much time had you ever been to Kansas City before you got called up did you make a trip while you were in AAA mm. just come down and see the city had you made a point to you know like had you ever just stumbled into I guess at some point
1: i uh came for a um pre-draft workout before okay. i got drafted by them um after my junior year um and then I came to a wedding in Kansas City from one of my teammates. But other than that, it was it was that it was the pre draft workout, the wedding, and that was that was basically it.
0: And then here the third time. And, and then you've this been, is the third time. There's already been a road trip. Have oh, you gotten, and then
1: um, my um, the award one okay, the award yeah. ceremony.
0: When you um I guess, you know, you've only been here like Kansas City you gotta spend about a weekend. Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to get out anywhere, try different places, see the city much, or is it just Okay, I'm in a hotel. Yeah. I'm trying to get used to the big leagues. It's go home, right. get rest. Right, rest um, up. or are you get to see the city at all?
1: The plaza. I was able to, you know, navigate around the plaza, which is unbelievable. It's sure. very nice. Um, and then um, my off day yesterday, I was able to, um, you know, wander around Kansas City um, a little bit and, you know, look in apartments, get apart, go apartment shopping. So I was able to do that too. So I'm, I'm still, you know, picking, um, you know, the city apart, but I'm enjoying it
0: when we're so le- just a couple of other things i guess for people to get to know you before mm-hmm. we we let you go we're speaking here with Nikki lopez on tapping the plate you can like subscribe on the 435 podcast network through the radio.com app um i always like to you know because you said you played video games so at least we got some handle on that what kind of stuff do you watch on, on netflix what kind of movies are you, into- did you i guess first did you watch game of thrones i did okay
1: all the way through the end all the way through the end what'd you think of the ending i thought it was as good as they could have done with a short of time that they had i thought it could have been longer um you say more
0: episodes might have done it more justice i thought more episodes
1: would have been great um i just thought it, it came to an abrupt ending personally but um i enjoyed it i it actually funny funny story is that it took me about like three years to actually get going um i watched the first two seasons i thought it was the Fine. worst show ever because <laughs> it was so slow yeah and my my favorite character dies in the first season which, okay which I, I think at was. this point if you're spoiling it for right. anyone yeah sorry it's a for, little too late yeah it's a spoiler but you know when ned stark died yeah. i was like all right well this this show stinks and then uh <laughs> no but then my friend uh that i went to you know one of my best friends that i went to college with and you know high school whatever but um he was like you got to keep watching it you got to get past second second season i did and it was awesome and then I was okay about season eight. It was just all right.
0: Did you watch it with just yourself, with your girlfriend, with friends? No,
1: myself. My girlfriend doesn't like it. No, so, that's not. You know. I mean, my I wife tried. doesn't watch it. I tried.
0: Yeah, she watches like some. Like yeah. she's caught some episodes. Right. Just through, you know. Yeah. You're hanging out and it's on, but yeah, my wife has not like watched every episode for eight seasons. Do you guys have a show that you have to watch together? That's the perfect relationship listening that to. That is. is good. It, can you actually, like, especially with your schedule? Can you actually take the time to, like, wait to watch a show together? You guys have a couple like that?
1: We've tried. Um, it's hard. We're starting – we've started Dexter. Okay. Um, but I've watched Dexter. Boy, you're going to be
0: really disappointed in how I, that I've ends, seen, But I've seen okay.
1: Dexter twice already okay. through, and that's just the worst ending ever. But she doesn't know that yet, so hopefully she's not listening to this. That She's, <laughs> she's about to watch the worst ending ever.
0: Be like, don't worry. <laughs> but, yeah. There's a lot of
1: enjoyment until the end. Exactly. But um, other than that, um, we haven't really watched a show through – um there's a shooter. Shooter is a movie, but they came okay. out with a Netflix yeah. series. That was pretty good too. We watched that actually fully through. So um other than that though, no. I it's, feel like it's kinda it, tough.
0: I feel like in your schedule in particular, it would increase the difficulty of like, mm-hmm. hey, let's watch this show at the same time. Yeah. Like sitting down maybe in an off season, right. You could finish a show. You've mentioned so many like drama stuff. Dexter, Game of Thrones. Do you watch any comedy stuff?
1: Um, I, I've I've seen Entourage. Okay, I don't know if anybody's seen Entourage. It's an HBO. Um, I loved Entourage. Okay, um, you were probably you great. were a
0: little young for that show when it first came out. Did I you was. watch it after so it came out? I watched.
1: Out? I watched it. I think the first time I watched it was in, I want to say college. That okay, was the first time, and it was that feels
0: like the perfect time. Yeah, to watch and it was show.
1: it was great too because I didn't have to wait for another season to come out. It was all the seasons were already done with, so it was good.
0: I guess the only thing you would have mm-hmm. been waiting on at that point would have been the movie,
1: right? Exactly. Which so,
0: I'm guessing you saw, I based did. on this yeah. conversation. I've seen
1: I've seen Entourage probably four times, uh, start to finish, because all of my teammates like it. Sure. Um. So, yeah.
0: Was it a push? So, with Dexter, I just want to go back to that. Did you encourage her to watch it through, or was she just interested in the show in general?
1: Well, I've told her that Dexter's really good, because it is a really good yeah, show. Yeah, it is. But it's just, it just ends, the probably. ending is just brutal. But, um... I, I've told her that it's really good, and she, she was like, "All right, let's just let's start watching." it. I was okay. like, "All right."
0: I didn't know. I mean, like. We've all been in lo- like most of the people listen have probably been in some form of a long term relationship. There's right. a give and take in TV shows, yeah. She's or movies or something. Like, what what's the show that you watch with her that you probably wouldn't watch otherwise?
1: She's tried to have me watch, um, like you know, Vampire Diaries and all that, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I really don't want to do that. Um, i a I've, I've, seen, I've seen I've seen nine hundred two one zero. Okay. Which was like a, The new one
0: or the old one?
1: Uh, whew, I think There's it was like an original one, one from like the 90s. Newer, newer one then. Okay. Newer one. Was and like, it wasn't that bad. It was I actually, I, I kind of enjoyed not- it. But uh, I, yeah, I, I couldn't do Vampire Diaries. Um, she tried to have me watch Grey's Anatomy. I couldn't do that either. Um, <laughs> I just act like I'm watching it and then just go to my phone or like, I have a TV on. Like she's watching her laptop. I have the TV on in the background. I'm just looking at the TV. and then, Yeah. If she catches me, I just look really quick at the computer.
0: Oh, that Meredith. I don't remember their name. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. One <of> Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Just play along. That's yeah, fine. Exactly. Um, we might get you in a little trouble in this interview. Yeah, but other yeah. than that, we're, <laughs> in, we're in really good shape. She's not. understanding, yeah. I'm sure. She'll be all right. Um, just last, last thing, and then we'll let you get out of here, Nikki. Just as you kind of come up and you experience all of this, we've talked a little bit about that and kind of wit going through that. You, you'd mentioned that you set goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. So now you're in the majors. That goal is set. And I know stay in the majors is – part of that goal right but are you know are you the kind of guy who sets statistical marks for yourself too just like hey I want to be a 300 hitter or a 400 on base you know like do you set statistical goals for yourself too just as something you'd like to to kind of achieve as you go throughout um
1: I I don't really I don't try to focus too much on stats um but I I do try to get on base that's my goals my goals are just to get on base um, you know, the 300 mark is, is a good mark for hitting, but, you know, obviously it's, it's going to be tough. It's tough to always hit 300. Um, but um, statistically, like, if we're going to talk about a stat that I, I really take pride in is the on-base percentage um, because if I get on base, that helps, you know, my the 3, 4, 5 hitters, uh, helps the people behind me, you know, drive me in, and um, it just helps the team if I, if I can get on base. Um, so that's that's one thing that I do, you know, take pride in. Um, and then, obviously, one of my the biggest goals is just to stay here, is to stay in the big leagues, you know, compete, and uh, you know, just stay here as long as possible because I do want to start my career and end my career as a as a Royal. So that's what that's something I'm taking pride in.
0: Nikki, I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. I know you've given us a big chunk of time, yeah. um, and there's always baseball stuff to do. So thanks mm-hmm. so much for joining. Thanks so much for joining me, and yeah. I, I really do appreciate the yeah. time.
1: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
0: If you'd like to hear more of these, we'll do them about once a month. Tapping the plate. Listen, like, subscribe, all on the 435 Podcast through the Radio.com app. We'll join you guys about a month or so with another episode, but please stay tuned for more. Here is We'll Kind of Get You Covered on the other end. Thanks so much for joining us. Here is We'll Kind of Get You Covered on the other end. Thanks so much for joining us. heres what We'll... T-Mobile has invested
1: billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours